0: Hello there. My name's Mark, aka the Kinerdian and this is episode seventy-five of Holocron Chronicles. Charlie has sadly come down with a space bug and will not be joining us tonight. Uh, but I wish Charlie the speediest recovery, uh, buddy. I hope to uh, to see you back uh, on the next one. Um, but with Charlie away, I do have a very special guest and a great fill-in for Charlie. Uh, Please welcome to the show Asian Sith Mistress. We're going to say ASM, I think, to shorten it down. Uh, ASM, how are you doing tonight?
1: Good. How are you, Mark?
0: I'm great. I'm great. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, This is is your first podcast, right?
1: Yes, very first one. Thank you for having me.
0: Awesome. Yeah, we're, we're very happy to have you on here. Uh we love the first-time guests and first-time podcasters. It's always uh super exciting to to get into. Uh and I know the last like the last few like Eric the Dad I think this was one of his like you know, one of his first podcasts. I know he's been thinking about doing some more stuff. Uh you know, and he was on last week, so it's it's exciting to see and and you know, you you get well-known like content creators and people that are creating a lot of like video and photo and stuff like that that you do um but this is a whole new kind of medium so it's always exciting
1: yeah new experience thank you for that Absolutely.
0: yeah no problem uh i want to learn all about you and all about your introduction to star wars but first I have to thank all of our Patreon supporters over at uh, patreon.com slash unite uh, we've, we've just revised our tiers to make it easier for people to support us. Uh, so we have a $1, a $2, and a $5 tier. Uh, the $5 unlocks all the benefits, audio, video, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and you can actually get a free day, a free seven day trial over at patreon.com slash secretfriendsunite if you want to check out all the exclusive content. Uh, including something that used to be exclusive but is now open to all the feeds. So if you haven't listened to it before you listen to this, go check out my interview with Timothy Zahn that was just posted, even if you're not a Patreon supporter, but they got it for a full week first as they do with a lot of other content. Uh, I have to thank our friends with benefits tier, That's Corian HD, John Seydorf, the Phoenix Sisters cosplay, uh, and Brennan Myers, as well as our BFF tier, Sean, Stella, and Henry Nias, uh, who printed me that awesome Obi-Wan Kenobi lightsaber in my background there. I think the background's too blurry right now to see, but I, I look at that thing every day. Uh, Missy Merchant and Andy Milliken, thank you all so much for supporting uh, Secret Friends Unite, this show, and everything you do. It's so much appreciated. Again, head over to patreon.com slash secretfriendsunite and uh, and and give us a, a, a dollar if you can. If you can't, that's perfectly fine. I know, times are tough. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's only so many dollars to go around. So if you want to help us, you can go over and subscribe to our YouTube channel, share the show with a friend, do all that kind of stuff to support us as well. Everything helps. And, uh, we just want to thank everyone that listens and watches. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, ASM, I want to learn all about you. So please, for anyone listening, that's not familiar, tell us a little bit about your channels and the content that you do
1: okay uh sure so my uh my page mostly it's cosplay uh really into Star Wars so I try to focusing on um, different star Wars character but really like the dark side uh, so that's kind of how I started and most recently uh, if you see my recent post I've gone into some different genre because also um November it's uh, um sorry uh halloween is <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite holiday i know it's not a holiday but you know you get to dress up all month long i think it is yeah character. so so yeah that uh that's kind of my recent content has been uh you know really trying different uh characters
0: nice nice i your your fennec Shan is phenomenal uh we'll, we'll just like the the armor that you have the the gear that you like that your shooting locations your uh your your second sister is the like the helmet that the like everything you do is just like way up there how did you how did you get into like that kind of detailed cosplay where like if i'm going it's like my my cosplay like the the main one the pirate jedi it's like hobbled together stuff from amazon and like a cheap halloween pirate hat and a lightsaber and like that's it like you you seem to be on another on on another level what's uh what what got you into that level of cosplay
1: Well, hey thank you for the kind words um well you know it's funny i actually have gone to um a lot of different cons throughout the years but i was never really serious you know i of course i started on what you can buy on etsy or amazon uh and then when i probably about six months ago I decided to really get into it. Um and we start doing the, the research and uh I found Windsie. Uh, they make my costume actually most of my costumes are from them. Um so you know they were easy to work by getting my measurement. Um so I got from them my second sister outfit and uh, uh the finishing is also from them. So they they actually it's actually funny, you know, you always thought it's cheaper to just go on Amazon, right? Because it's like, they're cheap and everybody can get them. Uh, and they're usually not that bad on sizing. But mm-hmm. it's not not much more to get something tailor-made. I think this is the myth. everybody thinking, oh my God, it's going to be so expensive, like yeah. afford it, you know, but the, you just got to look for it. And then, like I said, luckily I found them. Uh, they were really reasonable, really easy to work with. Uh, so that's where I got those. Uh, I got my, I guess, outfits.
0: So that's, that's whimsy cosplay studio, right? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. I'll have a, make, make sure there's an, uh, a link in the show notes for anyone listening that wants to check that page out. And you, you, you're pretty good at tagging them in, in everything you do as well. So hopefully people will follow you and follow them. And, uh, if you're looking for some stuff, that's that's the place.
1: Yes. They, they they are really easy to work with. I highly recommend them.
0: Awesome. That's, that's amazing. That's a, a good resource to have, uh, what what got you into Star Wars? Uh, like, we're we, you know, we we're, we're into cosplay, but like what, what started the Star Wars um, fandom or obsession?
1: <laughs> okay. Um, you know, it's actually funny. Uh, when I, way back when, when I was a kid, my first toy was actually a Joy. My dad uh, didn't bring home Barbie. I mean, I don't like them, but I was, I was more a town boy growing up. So he brought home like a computer and a Joy. And I wasn't sure if secretly you wish I was a boy, but I was really into that kind of stuff, right? So you you program your little robot to do stuff. So, and you know, I of course, watched the original trilogy as a kid and really loved the characters. And I love Joyce. And then, you know, of course, Princess Leia, you know, she's very independent and strong. So it's like, I guess, really strong female character lead. Um, so just really thought that's, I guess, out of this world. I <laughs> that yeah, sounds crochet, crochet but. It is out this world. So it was really, uh, that really intrigued me. So I just kind of really um, enjoyed the Star Wars, different characters, and the, I guess the moral of the story, right, when you watch it. Uh, so start kind of got into it since I was little.
0: Excellent. Do you have a favorite, like, movie, show, or piece of media that defines Star Wars for you? Like, that took you from someone who just saw the movies to like a super fan
1: oh man there's so many different movies i mean movies are all classic i I have to say i'm really really into the new uh mandalorian series um i like the way they bring in different characters and you know the story it's all very different and i actually kind of was geeking out how they filmed it because all the locations are amazing and all the new technology they're using that really i don't know just really got my intention so mm-hmm. um, i will say the new mandalorian series is really my um my new favorite <laughs>
0: nice nice that was an instant instant favorite for for me and i think a lot of other people like it you know mandalorian helmet behind me pretty much at all times when i'm recording here um and like din instantly became a, a favorite for me like it's crazy. The last couple of years, like if you had have asked me a few years ago, like Luke Skywalker, Obi Wan, they were kind of my favorite characters. And then the last couple of years, it's like Cal Kestis, Din Djarin, like these new characters are coming on, but they're kind of redefining Star Wars and and lighting kind of a new spark of interest. So it's it's great to see even the new stuff kind of keep up with the old too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of which, which what what's your favorite character?
1: Oh man, it is so hard. Um
0: I know that's a tough question.
1: (laughs) That is a tough you know, I'm gonna go with the classic. Uh you can't go wrong with Chewy, you know. Um, I mean he's loyal, he's strong, and he's super cute and he's very helpful and useful, right? So if you were gonna go on some space adventure and get lost, I mean who wouldn't want Chewy, right? He's keeping and keep you safe.
0: Best co pilot you could ask for. Aside from Charlie, of course. Again, Charlie, get well soon. Uh, but yeah, I, I hard to hard to disagree with that one. Um and like there's just something about Wookiees that it's just special. Like I, I love Chewbacca. Um Gunji is probably my favorite, one of my favorite Jedi's, definitely my favorite lightsaber design. And such a great character. I love seeing him come back in rebels and kind of like finish off that story of or at least kind of like move the the story to like oh gunji's safe good thank <laughs> you uh so like yeah there's something about wookies it's just just amazing yeah uh i think i know the answer to this because it's right in your name and you already mentioned it are you more light side or dark side
1: oh boy, you think you know uh well you know actually the the true answer is gray um
0: oh, okay
1: Oh, I, I think I, I do lean towards the dark side, but uh, if I really had to pick, I really want to be gray in the middle. I want to have them both.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. I, I saw a video. I can't remember the creator's name. Otherwise I'd, I'd give him credit, but I saw a great video about um, like way seeker Jedi. And that sounds way more appealing to me personally than being a, you know, strict, kind of cut and dry Jedi. Uh, and I think that's more like what Qui-Gon would have gone to, but they were kind of phased out by them. But like high Republic days, Wake, Wake Seeker Jedi would like disagree with the council. And then as long as they promised not to do like the worst possible crap, like they were right. kind of free to go off and do what they wanted, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. So yeah, I, yeah, I think that's the closest degree we've gotten in Canon, but they're they're leaning in a good direction, so that, that's right. I, I like that. Uh, what's what's your favorite lightsaber color of choice? Now that you've answered, kind of more gray. I was thinking this was going to be red, but now I'm kind of curious.
1: Okay, so I you know since uh, my previous answer, so um, pu- purple would be my would uh, be my choice.
0: Okay, yeah,
1: light in the dark, right? So that would be my choice
0: interesting all right you're you're like going in different directions i kind of expected this to be like sith red let's you know like just just straight lean into the dark side i'm 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 loving this uh do you have a favorite lightsaber design i already mentioned my like gunji's design for me is just a standout is there any like lightsaber design that's that's just like next level for you
1: yeah, uh I have a, a Ventress, um you know the lightsaber that, with the yellow blade that she got off the black market. I really like that one. But recently mm-hmm. um with the show that uh um Vader saber had, you know, well, I get my lightsaber from Vader saber. So they actually sent me a Balance Skull uh lightsaber and it is awesome because it's very accurate. That saber. It's really easy to use and spin. I'm kind of short uh, I'm only five too, so sometimes some lightsaber are heavy and they are kind of long, and then it's just hard to spin. I mean, I'm not the mm-hmm. greatest working on it, but it's you know it hurts your hand, right? <laughs> you gotta balance it and kind of look nice. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm the balance skull that I received.
0: Nice, that's uh, that's an amazing looking lightsaber, um, and I love that that like he actually had some say in in designing certain parts of it too uh which which kind of makes it even more special for me uh like the actor actually got got Uh some uh, design input um i know totally what you mean about um like the lightsaber size being important and you'd think that would be a really big saber like i have the galaxy's edge saber behind me that i built in disney world and i find that one's super hard to spin Mm -hmm. um like I'm not, I'm not really like shorter, like five ten, uh, ish. And then, um, but like, I like that one, I just kind of like, that's my showpiece. And, but like my RGB sabers, I always shorten the blade cause I just want it like arms length. I, I find that's way easier for spinning and all that kind of stuff. So the default blades, I, I've got a tube cutter and just instantly shortened both of mine. Uh, one, I just shortened even more so my son could kind of use it and not be like, super unwieldy so that's almost more of like a shoto blade now uh but my other one is just like kind of a perfect size for me so um anyone with rgb sabers shorten those blades if it feels uncomfortable because I, I i couldn't even ob any until i shortened my blade like it was just cumbersome i found mm-hmm. so yeah i think that's a co- common problem all
1: right Bye. i actually did not know i actually i did build one when i went to this disneyland last year and you know i was just looking for cool stuff to put together and then man it was really difficult to spin that one
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that one's like yeah huge um okay what what did you choose in disney what was your what was your lightsaber style
1: uh i the the hell actually uh picked uh uh the rancor uh tooth me too yeah oh okay so you know so yeah, that's awesome
0: yeah Yeah, the elemental nature that's great
1: yeah so I'm gonna have
0: to see I'm gonna have to see a picture of yours to see how it compares to mine we'll we'll do that after the show and kind of compare notes uh because I always love seeing other elemental natures especially if someone went for the rancor tooth because that one as soon as I saw it I was like drawn uh Ka is one of my favorite legends characters so had to choose that blade Uh, or that 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 hilt um Yeah. yeah what Speak okay so that like and that that blade that that lightsaber design is one of my favorite Star Wars collectibles. You have some really cool ones obviously like with your helmet and the cosplay gear and lightsabers. Do you have a favorite that stands out? Mm, boy. Like I, collectible.
1: I have lots of toys. Um you know it's it's, it's funny I uh I was thinking um just the other day, so as you know, I well, maybe you you know, or, or you may not know, but when I started my first uh cosplay, it was a second sister, so I got a helmet. Um, uh, mm. a helmet, um, I have been logging that helmet everywhere for shoots and you know, went to cons, <laughs> and it's actually got some battle scarred. And um, I also have tried on different helmet because for different outfits, and you know, I, I want to say my second sister helmet is probably. My favorite, I know it sounds weird, but uh, you just have so many memories now. And then also, it actually fits really well. Um Again, I'm not, you know, very tall, like big frame. So some of the helmet, I feel like like a giant bucket in my head. Some <laughs> of them I see through the, the eye hole. <laughs> so yeah, um, this helmet, it's my favorite. It fits well. I can see and I can move around. So I would say this is my favorite.
0: My... Super important. <laughs>
1: yeah it's hard when you can't see
0: <laughs> yeah it's uh I, I mean you're bringing up like bucket head can't see out of these things like you're bringing up some stormtrooper helmet kind of like uh flashbacks from the movies and stuff so it's good that that one fits that's awesome um yeah i love i love when it like i was i was very scared when i ordered like the uh the mandalorian helmet i was like i don't know if this is gonna fit like I got you know, the opposite problem. I'm like, I got a big ass head. Like, is this thing going to go like, as I said, this is going to sit on my head, like a hat, like what's going to happen here. But it, like, it really, it fits pretty well. I like it. I just wear it around the house. Weirdly, like,
1: <laughs> that's odd. Yeah. but, but
0: yeah. you know, what? my wife came, my wife came downstairs earlier and I was wearing my pirate hat. So it's just like, you don't know what to expect.
1: That is awesome. Well, at least I can tell you now I know why stormtrooper can't hit anything, because they can't see. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, faulty guns and they can't see anything. So that's, uh, yeah, go, go back and redesign your helmets, guys. Um, <laughs> do you have a, a favorite affiliation? Is it is it, um, I don't think it's going to be Stormtroopers, but is there a favorite <laughs> like Jedi, Sith, Bounty Hunters, Rebels... Um, you know, do you, are, are you a little bit more of like a, like Bale and Skull, like lone wolf kind of thing? Like what's, what would be your favorite affiliation if you could go and hang out with a group in star Wars? I
1: know. I'm kind of a lone wolf kind of person, but I really like bounty hunter. Um, and then the, or, uh, I can go with Sith.
0: All right. I think, you know, Sith rule of two, you're going to be kind of lone wolf in it with those guys anyway, I think. Um, but yeah, the bounty hunter is a cool one too. Cause you can kind of go lone wolf, but then you also have like some bounty hunters that you can work with and get along with and, uh, or compete against depending on how you want to, uh, how you want to flow. So, uh, that's, that's a good one. I like that. The final question that I ask everyone is star Wars is basically just like constant suffering tragedy cool laser swords laser guns and amazing ponchos and helmets <laughs> but going back to the constant suffering bit if you were in the star wars universe what hilarious way do you think you might die
1: oh man oh uh, okay um well i don't really want to die um right but I- I will I think the most hilarious way for me probably will be like falling off the speeder bike. And I have a good reason wow. because, uh this is gonna sound silly, but it's true. And I can't believe I'm admitting this on uh, a podcast. So I did not I don't I didn't know how to ride a bike till COVID uh hit. Oh wow. I was never allowed to ride a bike when I was young and never owned one, never was told, no, you can't have it. So never tried it. So during COVID, um, I decided that I was going to learn a new skill because, right, you got to find something to do. So I decided to uh, learn how to ride a bike. So that's when I learned how to ride a bike. So when I watched the show, I'm looking at those speeder bikes. I was just like, oh, my God, balancing so hard and you're going high speed. So I think that's probably the most hilarious way I would die is to fall off one of the speeder bikes.
0: I always thought the speeder bikes were so dangerous anyway. And like they're zipping around in Endor. And especially if you watch like episodes one, two, three, and find like no humans fast enough to do pod racing. And these guys are zipping through in zero visibility stormtrooper helmets. And they're zipping through the trees like it's nothing. It's like, guys, there's got to be a slightly slower way to get around. They just go into those trees at like 400 miles an hour and just get obliterated. There's there's nothing left. Like that's dangerous, you know. Like they don't put railings on stuff. Someone's someone's got to talk to like, you know, OSHA or something for the <laughs> Empire. Like,
1: yeah, that'll be me, stone trooper on the on the bike and fell <laughs> off and die. <laughs> All right,
0: That's that's our first speeder bike crash. So that's that's good. I always love uh, love hearing someone's first. Uh, random hilarious way we have heard space pooping and then the toilet module gets blasted off the ship so we've heard some really weird ones but that one i believe like crashing a bike i i totally believe that <laughs> <laughs> uh so that's that's it for like news i think we've gotten to know you pretty well you surprised me with a bunch of these like i said i thought this was going to be like sith red evil you know not to say that you are but like that's you know just based on the name um i really thought and maybe a little bit of bounty hunting thrown in but uh but oh that's that's awesome i'm glad we we got to know a little bit more about your star wars upbringing and all that kind of stuff um next i i there's a couple of things i want to talk to you before we're going to get into ahsoka and i can't wait to talk about ahsoka i'm very very excited but first There's a couple of news articles and we haven't had some really good news articles in a while. It's been like a month with like, like nothing really of note. So I'm excited about these ones. Uh, First off, I have to ask, have you ever seen the Star Wars holiday special?
1: Do you mean the Lego one?
0: No, no. This one was uh, from 1978. It was horrendous and uh disney basically doesn't like admit that it's a thing for the most part um they don't really like talk about it it's hard to find uh i have like a downloaded bootleg copy that someone i used to work with gave (laughs) me and it's terrible it is absolutely terrible um yeah that's like <laughs> that's that's where um wookie life day comes from um there is a section of that movie or of the special that is all just wookiees speaking oh. to one another but it's not translated okay <laughs> that's all God. yeah it's it's very, very hard to get through. Anyway, so they are coming out with A Disturbance in the Force. This is a comedic, behind-the-scenes documentary of this ill-fated Star Wars holiday special from 1978. Wow. They just announced it for Wookiee Life Day, which was Friday. Um, I think it was Friday. For, uh, yeah, that was Friday. Uh, so, uh, but they just announced it. They, they announced it Friday. It's, it's actually happening. Uh, they're, they're going to digital and Blu-ray distribution. You're going to be able to kind of find it and and get it. Um, I doubt this will end up on Disney plus. I really think that they're trying to avoid this, but I, I kind of want to see the documentary about how this thing was made. Apparently it was just like a, George George Lucas was just pressured into making it to make money Um, and again this was like you know Star Wars was huge they were working on Empire I don't think Empire was even out yet so like 1978 this thing comes along and it's like this could have killed Star Wars based on how bad it was like it was bad
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: so with all of that that I just said, are you interested in, A, seeing the actual holiday special, and B, watching this documentary? Is that something that sounds of any interest to you, or are you kind of good with what's like, what's readily available? Yeah, we'll
1: have to see
0: when it comes out. All right. Well, you don't have to wait long. It's coming out in December, and um, I, I don't even... I don't even know what to think. I, I kind of want to watch that documentary. Uh, the next bit of news is the real one that I'm excited about. I just kind of threw the holiday special in there for a laugh because it's terrible. Uh, but this one, I think, would be the exact opposite of terrible. This one would be amazing. Uh, Ki-Hu Quan wants to be in Star Wars. Apparently, he just ran up to Kathleen Kennedy and was like, please put me in Star Wars and couldn't hold himself back. And... Oh. That's a that's amazing. Um yeah. Actor. Yeah, that'll,
1: that'll be fun.
0: That would be amazing, so much fun uh for anyone. Yeah, so he's he was like for me one of my favorite movies of all time is The Goonies. Uh another one of my favorite series is Indiana Jones. He was in both. Uh he's most recently been in uh Loki season 2. He was in everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, I, This big comeback story, and I love him. So yeah. enthusiastic, seems so nice, so genuine. Um, His Oscar acceptance speech is like, do you want to c- have a happy cry? Go watch that. Like, just, I want, like, the world for this guy, and if if he wants to be in Star Wars, like, just someone put him in freaking Star Wars because he was awesome in Loki. Um, I don't even care who he played. Like I, you know, do, so are are you like familiar with a lot of his work?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's, he's incredible. Uh, I
0: really like So with, with his enthusiasm and, um, you know, his, his past roles, is there a role or even like a, a group of people like that you, you, kind of place him in do you think he'd be more rebel kooky jedi um type him you know against against typecasting and, and maybe make him a, a darker character how, how would you go with with casting uh this this guy in, in a star wars film
1: hmm. well obviously you, you probably have something in mind you want to share what you think
0: and- <laughs> um i i kind of i don't know honestly i could um I could kind of picture him as, and maybe this is just kind of Loki influencing me, but I could kind of picture him as someone like Pelimoto, uh, that kind of like works on ships, builds some cool stuff. Um, you know, like really kind of like that good tinkering kind of thing. And I, I think that's, again, that's going from Loki, that's going from Data, from Goonies. Um, so I want those kind of like throwback roles, but I could also picture him as um so like maybe oh maybe even taking more of an indiana jones role and like doing some archaeology like helping if it's in the new films helping ray maybe find some old jedi artifacts and he's kind of working with ray and the new jedi to find some old jedi artifacts some temples some secrets all this kind of stuff and he's you know, I don't know, maybe he's not force sensitive, but like he knows where the stuff's buried. Um, yeah. that could be really, really cool. Flipping that role from like Indiana Jones's sidekick to like, he's the main guy, give him the hat. You know what I mean? Like, I think that'd be a really cool kind of like homage, but also kind of like flip to, to what he was when he was a kid. So, um, I think, yeah, I think that one for me, like put him in, you know, the Dr. Afra kind of shoes.
1: Yeah. Um, can see that yeah yeah, yeah. well I'm definitely carrying through uh kind of the role he playing low-key i can see him you know tinkering with like joy you know working the depot or i don't know or even like i with his humor i i don't know i like but the first time you asked me this i my first image in my head was kind of like like tie fighter pilot in a squad <laughs> the squadron and it kind of you know some humorous things and some crazy thing would happen and he had to Fix it or do something. So like that's that.
0: That's a side we don't usually get. Uh, is is like the person inside the Tie Fighter. You know, we got that a little bit in the original trilogy. We got it a lot more with like Poe Dameron, but not too much of his crew. Like again, little bits and pieces of like, hey, someone's on my tail. Oh no, like that kind of stuff. But like, I think it'd be really interesting to see the inside of like the TIE fighter side of things.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Like,
1: what's going on inside? That'd be awesome.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And who better to do it than someone like everyone loves? Because you're supposed to kind of hate the Empire and like the TIE fighter pilots. And that's, you know, that's why they're wearing the helmets because you can't see their faces. So they're like faceless thugs throughout the galaxy (laughs) or whatever. And like, I think putting that kind of personality under a bucket Mm -hmm. would be really, really cool. I think that would be... Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd love that. So for anyone listening, let us know what you want to see uh Kihu Kwan in in Star Wars. Uh write us the best place to get us uh to for everyone to see it would be our Discord channel. Uh again, the link is in the show notes. Join us there, talk about uh, not only Star Wars, but a bunch of stuff. We have geeky channels for everything. So if you hang it on Discord, that's a great place. Um, let us know, or just kind of write, you know, both of us on uh, on Instagram. I think is the platform of choice for you. Yes. Yeah. Same here. Um, so yeah, write us there. Let us know. Um, I want to hear everyone's idea, and let's uh, let's get this guy in Star Wars because he deserves to be in everything and uh, everywhere, all at once. Haha I did it. Um, <laughs>
2: all right. Nice. Hey, Secret Friends Unite, let me tell you about Zencaster. We use them for our show, and now they're supporting us. Zencaster is now the all in one solution making podcasting easy. It's the ultimate web based podcasting solution, provides high quality audio and video podcast production and hosting. With a full suite of professional tools, podcasters can seamlessly record, produce, and publish studio quality content all from one dashboard. Being a creator has never been easier. And we chose ZenCaster because of the ease of use. Uh, high quality output, and we, it makes it super easy for our guests to come on. Uh, we had multiple solutions we tried before, and ZenCaster has just been the best fit for us. Why ZenCaster? It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio-quality sounds and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. Have you ever worried what you sound like? Zencaster's post-production process makes you sound buttery smooth. It automatically removes those ums and ahs in your recording. It removes those awkward pauses in conversation, too. Set the right podcast loudness and levels while reducing background noise with the click of a button. So if you're interested in making an easy, high-quality podcast just with the click of a browser button, go to Zencaster.com SFU and use our code SFU. You'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story.
0: Now back to the show. Uh, Let's get to Ahsoka. We've made people wait like a little over 30 minutes at this point. And... Several weeks, because we've been talking about the Ahsoka series. We've been going episode for episode, shot for shot. And we are finally at the end. Episode 8, The Jedi, The Witch, and The Warlord. Who mercy? Charlie usually reads the entire um, write-up of this one. So I'll go ahead and just kind of quickly run through the synopsis of this for anyone that hasn't seen it. But if you haven't seen it, like pause this, go watch the entire series. It's great. This episode, especially just wraps everything up. Uh, so we have to confront the Jedi. Elspeth is gifted mother Talzin's sword. Ugh. I'm going to try not to freak out while I read this. Cause I'm just, I, I want to talk about stuff uh, by the great mothers. Uh, while Ezra Bridger constructs a new lightsaber using spare parts from his late master, Kanan Jarrus heartbreak uh after their ship is damaged by a, a tie fighter attack ahsoka Ren, and bridger make their way to the foot of the chimera which is docked in the eye of scion uh they're confronted confronted by morgan elspeth and the night troopers whom the great mothers keep resurrecting after they are killed whoo uh ren uses the force to help bridger jump onto the chimera then she stays behind to help ahsoka who kills elspeth spoiler alerts uh the eye of zion jumps to hyperspace leaving ahsoka ren and huyang stranded on peridia uh hattie joins the bandits while skull is guided to a mountain by a statue of the mortis gods as Thrawn and the great mothers arrive over dathomir bridger sneaks out and reunites with harrison doula chopper and the rest of the rebels Ahsoka, Ren, and Huyang Yang join the Naughty and make their new home on Peridia, watched over by Anakin's Force spirit. Holy crap. ASM, what was your initial reaction to this episode?
1: So first of all, you did it. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, my, I really liked the episode. Uh, I was really excited to see... Uh, Baelen with a Mortis statue. Um, it was kind of sad because this—I know this is going to be the last time I ever see uh, Balin. I'm really intrigued with this character, um, you know, throughout this series. Um, just, he's an amazing character, and I want to know what he's looking for. And now I don't know if I'm ever going to find out.
0: Right, and that's—I really, I really hope they recast this character. Ray Stevenson did such an amazing job, but I think it would be a disservice to what he did to not continue with the character. Um, I hope they can cast someone if they do recast that, that brings that same level of, of seriousness and just the, I don't know, like groundedness that, that he brought to the role, but, um, but yeah, I would love to, I, we need to see that where this is going. Like, come on, in some fashion, whether it's uh, comics animated or, or, again, a recast in live action, but like, man, he really defined that role so well. Defined the show, really.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Any other, like, initial reactions to this episode, aside from like, damn, I need to see more Ray Stevenson?
1: <laughs> um you know, just wish it was longer, you know, more episodes. I don't know why. You know, I feel I feel all that Star Wars episodes they just like they are they are kinda short. I know this is not the shortest one, but they just seem like they're very chinzy about doing the ten episodes what I'm used to. But I remember all the shows used to be like ten episodes. Now they're getting shorter and shorter. So yeah. more will be better. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I definitely agree with – especially like it seemed like some of the shows that they did like on the Marvel side or some of the other shows that they were doing initially, like there were a few filler episodes Mm -hmm. of like you know things are slowing down and then it picks right up at the end. And I kind of found the opposite with this one. Like there was no filler. It was just go, 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 go from start to finish. And like you said, yeah, two extra episodes of this. Spend a little bit more time with Ezra. Spend a little bit more time with, um, you know, with with uh, Ray Stevenson and and uh, or Shin and what, like, just, you know, like, just flesh out a little bit more. Um, but yeah, it's, I want more for sure. Whether that's a season two or whatever, like, I I hope they announce that sooner rather than later. Since we didn't get ten episodes here, hopefully. Did uh for well, I, I guess initial reactions for me. Uh you could probably hear it. I, I paused a few times while I was reading that thing, because there's things in this episode that were such great throwbacks to whether it was like rebels or um like clone war stuff or like legends, crazy things they we were doing with like zombie night troopers. Are you freaking kidding me, zombie night troopers? Come on. Um, Like, holy crap. There was just so much in this episode. And then again, like you said, finishing it where they finished it of like, they're taking in the mortis gods. Why is, is he like on the, the, the the father's hand that's pointing, what's he pointing at? What's going on? What is this thing that, that he's drawn to? Um, And then, everything with with Ezra with Sabine with ahsoka like we've we've both gone this long in our reactions to this episode and the series as a whole I think without mentioning ahsoka <laughs> which <laughs> right I don't know is a little sad because this really felt like rebels season five rather than like ahsoka which I think is I don't know if that's a problem or not like, do you? How do you feel about that? Like, as as the series has wrapped, was Ahsoka the star of her own show, or was it like they? It's called Ahsoka because things kind of hitched on people around Ahsoka, and she was used as like kind of a focal point to tell various different stories that she connected to. Like what? Yeah how how was this? this show named for you like how 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 did you feel about this being ahsoka's show in in name only or was it, no. did you think they did it enough
1: i i think it was enough i mean it really um it right it shows kind of her and sabine the their apprenticeship um i mean it, it's focal around ahsoka and you know and i guess the other characters and how it's connected to her and uh, and then, and then can coming back, you know, I did not expect that, by the way. Uh, so no. I thought that was really good. It really, I guess, give you a little bit more, right, than usual. Because uh, Ahsoka, usually on the other uh, shows or, or movies, um, they never really gone that deep with some of the emotional side of things, and mm-hmm. um, you know, just character wise. So yeah. I thought.
0: Yeah, it was definitely a more of a deep dive into uh, – yeah, especially I, – I really didn't expect, like you said, the the connection with Anakin to be this explored, whether it was through the visions that she had back in episode five or like the, the confrontation with Anakin, the flashbacks, all that kind of stuff, the training videos, finding out Anakin left things, finding out that Thrawn knew – anakin and getting the little like name drop in this episode and his final speech of like you know i i knew what to expect from you because i knew your master and the little dig at her without telling everyone else because i think at this point it's still very much a secret that darth vader was anakin skywalker but he knew and he's (laughs) telling her that he knew because he knows that she knows and he, you know, it's, it's one of those like big, like, I know that she knows and she knows that I know, but no one else knows. Like, but like his little dig of like, you know, maybe this is the best place for you depending on how much, like how similar you are to your master, how similar you are to Anakin. If, if you go down the same paths, maybe being banished to Paridia is the best place for you. Like such, such brutal digs at her um, and, and, but like, again, exploring that, that connection and that, that part of her that was haunted by Anakin, I think Mm -hmm. was, was, yeah, so good.
1: Yeah.
0: Did you have any favorite scenes in the show or like in this, in this episode?
1: Um, but in this episode, I thought, um, no, they turning uh Morgan into a full night sister. I thought that was really interesting and seeing, you know, the mother sum- summoning the the Blade and then um, the, fight, the, the fight with Ahsoka and Morgan I thought was a really well done uh fight scene.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's th- that's something I was gonna ask, is what's your favorite fight scene? So let's let's get into that. Yeah, we saw a few, uh the Jedi, the three of them versus the stormtroopers and then zombie troopers. We got um, I kind of broke it down in like ahsoka versus Elspeth part one and then ahsoka versus Elspeth part two that included Sabine and the zombie troopers but like that was all kind of like one huge fight and I freaking loved it um yeah. that that's your favorite one there
1: yeah I mean, pretty good pretty epic
0: yeah absolutely um I'll Actually, this is probably a good time to announce the next episode that we have for this show. Uh, I'm going to get uh, Master Allen from Level Up Sabers back on the show. He's a returning guest, and we're going to talk about fight scenes in Ahsoka, fight choreography. Kind of get the experts' take on all the, uh, like the fight scenes across the entire series. So if you have a favorite fight scene or you want to talk some fight scenes or ask questions to, uh, to someone who owns, um, not only a a lightsaber company, but also like does the training and all that kind of stuff. Master Allen's the guy, get some questions in again, Instagram, discord drop them and we'll ask them. uh, I think everything seems to be lined up. I never want to, I don't like announcing guests too, too early, but this one seems to be coming together. So master Alan can't wait to get you back on. Uh, It's going to be a good one. Um, What, okay. You mentioned, you mentioned mother Talzin's sword. um, Ezra's lightsaber. Again, I mentioned when I was doing the description, we got Kane and spare parts. Uh, Did you, what, what did you think about, the, the weapon lore and like the little callbacks to the past in both of those weapons.
1: Yeah, they're totally awesome. Uh, I think they're able to tie back on Azeroth, you know, was able to get the parts and, you know, what his master built before. I think that, uh, it's great.
0: Yeah. I loved it. I love again, the, the throwback to like mother Talzin from Clone Wars. You know, again, it's one of those nice little callbacks that it's like anyone that only watches live action, hey, it's a cool fire glow sword. But like anyone that's watched a bunch of Star Wars stuff, it's like, oh, did they just say Talzin? Like that's badass. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. And magically calling it across a galaxy is pretty crazy because presumably that would have been in the main Star Wars galaxy. And then they've called it to Peridia, which right. again is is insane and and super badass. Yep. Um, speaking of Dathomir, um, what do you think about the whole like the Night Sisters um, working with the Empire? Like the you know we we saw maybe Night Sister or Dathomirian or or. You know the, the caskets being loaded into Thrawn's vehicle. We see them going to Dathmir at the end of the show. Um, do like how is this going to end for Thrawn? Do you think he has the upper hand at this point, or do you think the Knight Sisters are playing him, or are they actually working together?
1: Probably both. Um, uh, yeah, but one, I'd be, I'm, um, I guess I've been thinking what might be in those uh, the caskets so. I wonder if they are actually, um, the dead sisters, maybe they will get resurrected when they get back yeah. to death.
0: Yeah, it's kind of, I think my, my presumption as well is like, that's yeah. People that they're going to rec- uh, you know, um, reanimate or, or bring back, um, on Dathmir. Uh, obviously we saw that the nice sisters can do that with the zombie troopers, which. Holy crap! That was great. What a scene! Like them waking them up. Um, I the dance macabre notes when they're first waking them up. That you know that you hear that really sharp fiddle. That's one of my like favorite songs, uh, like classic arrangements. Um, what did you expect to see Night Sister zombies in live action? No, I actually
1: did not. But that was totally awesome.
0: <laughs> so badass. Um, again, I don't know if you play many video games as a fan of Jedi fallen order, seeing like zombies in that game and, you know, knowing night sister reanimated, whatever zombies you want to call them. Um, I didn't ever expect to see that in live action. That's just, just as crazy.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I love it though. Um, what are your, what are your thoughts on the endings of it, I know when we were talking earlier, you mentioned you were going back to watch some Clone Wars stuff. You watched some stuff on the Mortis Gods. Um, do you think we're gonna explore more Mortis God stuff in live action? Is is that kind of where Paridia is going? Are we seeing Anakin? Are we seeing um, you know, Balin skull? Are we seeing Ahsoka? Like, are they all moving towards something with the Mortis Gods? Is that is that do you think what the statue is pointing at would be something connected to them.
1: Yeah, that that's kind of what my initial thought was, you know, it's amazing to see the moth uh, Scott statue. I think maybe that's the original home world uh, where failing, you know, feeling the calling, uh, thinking that it's, you know, the home world maybe there so the forces uh, energy it's present, right? So uh, maybe that also helps Sabine because she usually don't have a strong force, but you see that maybe boost her ability. And uh, I'm even wondering, maybe Anakin is, is uh, accepting the role as the father, um, helping guide the, the rebel crew um, while they're on the planet.
0: Oh, I love that. the Like the the Sabine, like force boost kind of thing. Because um, she really did jump, like in, in her power level, in her confidence. Uh, and you could have kind of... Like first watch, I kind of thought like, oh, it's just like she's accepting her role. You know, she's with Ezra. She's like more confident. But like, that's a good point. If this is where, you know, the force comes from or where a lot of power comes from, like, yeah, that could be giving her that boost of ability. Mm -hmm. That is a great theory. (laughs) Thank you. I love that. I love that. Um, I do have to go back and like just kind of mention – there's a, a moment with Sabine and we've talked about like Anakin, we've talked about Ahsoka. There's a moment early on in this episode when Sabine, like, you know, they're, they're holding the, the Jedi cruiser up and they're trying to make their way to the eye of Sion and the ship and everything else. And those two TIE fighters attack. And Sabine just hits the TIE fighters with the Jedi ship. Right. And then gets out and walks past Ahsoka and Ezra. And is like, got him. And Ahsoka's look, like if you go back and rewatch this and just look at Ahsoka's face and it's kind of in the background. But like you can still see this little smirk Mm -hmm. that's like you insane Mandalorian Jedi. Like that's the face of like Anakin would have freaking loved you because that's some Anakin shit right there. Like and like you said, this whole thing was Anakin's legacy right? It was Anakin passing on to Ahsoka, who's now passed it on to Sabine. And that one scene for me is like, that is like the apprentice of the apprentice. You know what I mean? Like that was, that is Anakin's legacy, like some crazy shit like that. So for him to be there watching over the two of them in this, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. He's he's like the father because he's taking over that you know that kind of role. Um, do you do you hope that they stay there, or do you hope that's a kind of a quick getaway off of Peridia and back for Air Air to the Empire? Like Dave Filoni's directing a movie. It's kind of hinted that it's going to be an adaptation of Air to the Empire. Do you want Sabine and Ahsoka to be part of that, or are you kind of happy with them exploring this Mortis God arc?
1: You know, actually, would like to see them uh, stay f- for a little bit and explore to see what they can find. Uh, because you know, obviously, like I said, Balin was looking for something. Um, just would like to know a little bit more the background story.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. That, it, yeah. I I'd like to see Balin explore a lot more for sure, but I don't. I I kind of want Ahsoka and and. Sabine to be back for like if there's a big fight and we're getting, you know, I'm hoping they do like a recast with Luke and Leia. Um, you know, get the younger crew back for like Han, Lando, Chewie, get uh, frig, throw Cal Kestis in there if you want to, like, just throw everyone at this Din, Jaren, like Boba Fett, Fennec, Shan, like, get all of these people focused to take out Thrawn. And I can't imagine that without Sabine and Ahsoka, but um. Yeah, we might have to. Yeah, we'll
1: we'll see.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, to that end, what do you think will be Thrawn's eventual downfall? Do you think it's going to be that crew? Do you think it's going to be Night Sisters? Something else? Presume like he's not there for the sequels, you know? So something's got to take him down. What do you think? What What's your theory going forward?
1: I ha- honestly haven't really thought about it
0: <laughs> do you have a theory i i really don't know i honestly i i have no idea where they're gonna go and um you know it, it's it's hard to i think it's hard to predict at this point because they're they're doing things that even you know talking to Timothy on a few weeks ago you can listen to the interview and he's he'll very openly say like yeah, I don't know. There's bits of my books that you could adapt. You could, you know, make those Canon pretty quickly. Like even the ones that aren't Canon um, you could adapt, you know, the newer ones there's most of it still kind of works after the show, but he also would have written this show differently and he would jump at the, uh, the, the chance to write more of this character. So I don't know if it's a character that they want to kill off right away, like in a next movie or something, or is this a character that maybe they'll banish again? And I don't know how long his species exists for, you know, this could be another Chewy style character that could live for 250 years or something. And right. like, could Thrawn come back again? You know, like, is he in prison or something like that during, you know, the, the, the sequel trilogy? I don't really know. I, I, I think it's, um, It's hard to say, but I I think he's such a a strong and lasting character that it's going to take, like I said, I think if someone's going to take him down, it's going to be all hands on deck. And that's, I'm excited to see that attempt of like, again, Luke and the old crew, the new crew that we've seen with like the Mandalorian, Mandoverse, all that kind of stuff, like everyone coming together. I think that's, that's going to be, I think it's going to be a heck of a spectacle. Anyway, whatever, however it ends for Thrawn, I think it's going to be a cool show.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, was there anything else in this this episode or the entire series that kind of like stood out as like, you know, like where where does this one land for you in your your rankings of Star Wars shows and like, um, you know, what's what's going to give you the most satisfaction on a rewatch?
1: Um seeing uh Anakin was definitely you know I it's the highlight for for the show for me so I like I said, didn't really didn't expect
0: yeah for sure um what what are your thoughts there there been rumors or or at least wishes I think of like uh Anakin and the young ahsoka doing like even a short Clone Wars live action series, would you be down for that?
1: Yeah, sure. Why not? Any more Star Wars never go wrong.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think it's it's a good time to kind of wrap it up here. Do you have any final thoughts on on Ahsoka as our our last like episodic Ahsoka guest? Um, this is this is your chance to kind of like wrap up your thoughts on on everything.
1: Um no, I think I've shared most of my my thoughts. Um it's, you know, I'm just glad that um is making all those different spin-offs and, you know, keep the shows coming. So yeah, it's it's just been great, very entertaining and love to see all the new characters, can't wait to see more.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um well, thank you so much for joining me. This was awesome. It was great to get to know you, your thoughts on Ahsoka. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. No problem. Uh, please let people know who are listening where the best places to find you are.
1: Um, Instagram. Is the best way to find me and talk to me.
0: All right, perfect. Um, and it's just, um, I'm trying to remember how... Asian underscore Sith underscore mistress. Yeah,
1: you got it.
0: Okay, perfect. I'm glad I remembered that one. Um, and again, as always, the links are going to be in the show notes. So if you don't remember what I just said, just click down below and go uh, give ASM a follow. Uh, again, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah,
1: thank you for having me on the show. Appreciate your time.
0: No problem. I appreciate I uh, appreciate you coming on, uh, and hopefully this won't be your last podcast. Anyone that runs a podcast that's listening, hit up ASM. She's uh, she's a great guest. So thank you so much, uh, everyone listening. May the force be with you, Rex. Play us out.